James, are you are you popping your lips? Yes, he's pop, blocked, and dropping. Pop, lock, drop. James, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Uh, you know what? I'm doing as well as I can be. How about you, Alex? Doing as the kids say, swell. Swell. It's huh. a word you don't hear very <laughs> yeah, often. No, these I, days. I was thinking about that the other day. They would in the seventies. They'd say swell for everything, and then everybody just stopped saying it. It's weird. Um. <laughs> Listener, welcome to the 13th Floor Podcast, where we like to keep it strange and talk about things that are weird and stuff like that. And we're back for another week. Yeah. 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 It's going to be exciting. It's going to be transcendent. Uh. <laughs> oh, that was clever. <laughs> this week, we are talking about transdimensional beings. This topic was submitted to us by, let me pull up my Instagram and find the name real quick. While Cece's doing that, I'm Alex. I'm James. Yes, James. And I am Cece. It's the first time we did it in a different order, and my OCD is going nuts. Uh Uh-oh, sorry, James. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's weird. So, the topic we're discussing today was submitted to us by underscore disciple of the king underscore on Instagram. Mm. So, thank you for submitting that topic. If you guys have topics you want to submit, just send them to us via Instagram or on email, 13thfloorpodcast at gmail.com. Or, or Twitter. No, we're on Facebook <laughs> uh, to James because we love getting topics from you guys and we'll throw them into the vase and we might discuss your topic in a future episode. You know, it's great stuff. Yeah. 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 I guess we have an icebreaker, right? Yeah, we got an icebreaker. What is it? Uh, if you met another version of yourself from an alternate dimension, what trait would you want them to have? You mean like different from you or the same as yes. you? Okay. Well, I like to... Th- no, I, different I, from you. Yeah. Right? Something they have that you don't, like oh. a weakness of yours. I like to think of it like you could go to this person and learn something new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. How can I improve myself? I know what I would want to learn. How to be a more adventurous eater. Oh, I would want wow. another alternate version of myself to to be a little bit more brave at the restaurants. <laughs> yeah. not, not a bad trait to want to have, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Uh, if it was me, I would want someone who has become pretty wealthy <laughs> so they could teach me how to make some money. <laughs> All right. Alex wants to learn how to make money. I'm pretty perfect already, so like it's like the one thing I need. Well, all right. <laughs> I know what I would want in an alternate Alex. I thought you. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> oh man. I would want an alternate Alex that doesn't roll his eyes at me without <laughs> even realizing he's done it. I don't oh, think there's man. a version that does that. No. <laughs> that version doesn't That's exist. That's the one consistency of all of them. Yeah. Every time I say something stupid. <laughs> oh, man. This is the thing, you guys. Alex, it, it's like he wear, he's usually pretty. He keeps his emotions close to his, his heart. But if I say something that just slightly annoys him, his eyes roll so far back into his head, and he doesn't even realize that he's done it. So, wow. That's what, what James, what would you want to see in an alternate version of yourself? Well, James Prime is evil, so I'm assuming it would be neat to meet a good version of me. 
now. Uh, <laughs> now, I think uh, I think uh, it would be interesting actually just to meet uh, a version of me who has all the same traits, but their life worked out differently just to see what exactly was the nature versus nurture. I think that would be fun to see. Wow, James, you took that into a very deep place. <laughs> Thank you. Hmm. What do you think it is nature versus nurture? Uh, you know, that's the thing. I don't know. That's that's what might, would make it interesting. It's like, what would uh, what would someone who's just like me be like if they were from another country or another socioeconomic background or uh, went to one different school than I did? Or, or who knows? Maybe just left-handed James. Maybe he's different. Just stuff like that. That sounds very interesting and scientific and very butterfly not effect. at all beneficial to me <laughs> my money <laughs> there's a really good comic book that is about alternate universe mm. people infinite vacation infinite yeah. vacation highly recommend that i guess that it's probably a graphic novel now like probably buy like the mm. whole collection a single book yeah. Mm. yeah but that's a good that's one out good. there for traveling dimensions it's r rated too oh so at some point, we got to do a doppelganger episode, which kind of ties into this. But I got so many doppelganger stories, you guys. Every week, I get a new one. It seems it's so weird. That's because James, you, there are other dimensional James walking around this dimension right now. <laughs> I'm halfway well, thinking it's true. Like it, it's it's really weirding me out how many doppelganger stories have piled up for me this year. Well, well, there there was one. We're recording this the day after the Super Bowl, and the quarterback for San Francisco, someone. An older lady pointed out to her, uh, I guess, granddaughter that they look exactly like this person that they knew. Mm. And sure enough, they 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 like sent a picture online, and they look the exact same. Weird. You never know. Mm. The universe is a mysterious place. Yeah, with how much money athletes have, maybe that's what they do. They retire, and then they get to go to other dimensions. Ooh. <laughs> Man, James, it sounds like you've been reading Infinite Vacation. I haven't, but I'm going to check it out. <laughs> Hmm. Well, are you guys ready to hop on into the topic? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't discuss who was going first. Who wants to go? I'm. Who, I really need to go I, last because mine is kind of building off your two. Okay, well, I can go first if you don't want. I to. think that I ought to go first. I was going to okay. say CC's is sort of the foundation, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the foundation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me pull up my notes. Oh, oh wow. Okay, mm. you guys. I tried so hard with this topic, which is a great way to start my part of the podcast, I think. Um, but it involved a lot of theoretical physics, mm. which anybody who knows me knows that stuff goes right over my head. So I was really excited for this topic because researching cryptids, like that's kind of like, I was like, oh, we get to look into how different cryptids might be transdimensional. Um, but my topic was anything but cryptids. Oh. It it kind of threw me for a loop because it's like, hey, string theory, and I'm just like, hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I do just want to start out my part by saying, I am not a physicist, I am not a quantum physicist, I, I'm not an expert on this topic whatsoever. Cece's really bad at just <laughs> math in general. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm not going to get on here, and I'm not going to try to explain string theory to you guys because. I I respect your brain too much. Yeah, yeah. Okay? We already know that everyone listening already knows exactly what string theory is. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm the only one here that doesn't. But listen, if I say something wrong, listener, and you know it's wrong and you want to politely correct me, um, please. 
you can reach out to me on the Instagram at 13th Floor Podcast and let me know. Or <laughs> you said the Instagram like an old lady. <laughs> the Instagram. <laughs> well, this is the alternative to correcting me is we can just pretend that whatever nonsense I spew, uh, it's correct in an alternate universe. There we go. So we mm. sh- yeah, we should probably just go with that. But per Wikipedia, an interdimensional being is a type of hypothetical entity in a dimension beyond our own. And they're very common in science fiction, fantasy, and supernatural fiction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of them before. But I watched a really great little explainer video on YouTube by Seeker that explained dimensions. Because when you think of like an interdimensional being, it's like, well, we live in so many dimensions. It's four dimensions, right, James? Yes. Yeah, we live in four dimensions. Unless string theory is correct. Then we live in 12. Oh, James. <laughs> Don't. Don't get me started. Maybe it was 11. I can't remember. I think it's 11. Uh, 11. I I saw so many different things on how many dimensions there were online across different websites. Mm. But Seeker had a really good little video for for you guys in case you you want it. Maybe we'll share it on the Facebook and – yeah, (laughs) we'll share it on the Facebook page. What? (laughs) <laughs> okay. I thought you called it the Facebook. <laughs> like you did the Instagram. <laughs> the Facebook. Is he on the Nintendo again? James is on the Facebook. Yep. But we live in the four dimensions. Three space dimensions, one time dimension, latitude, longitude, altitude, time. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can measure all of those things. Though one might argue that time is technically fabricated. So that's like a hard one to kind of yeah. gauge. It's linear, at least our knowledge you can only move forward in it. You know what I mean? We can't move backwards in time. Mm. Yeah. I saw I saw Avengers Endgame. We can do whatever we With want. With the plank, <laughs> the plank theory? Was it Plank's magic number? I don't know. I just know it had a Mobius strip in it. Okay, well. <laughs> but the fifth dimension, and James, correct me if I'm wrong. I have a feeling you know more about the fifth and sixth dimension. But according to the Seeker video, the fifth dimension would be like moving left or right in time. Yeah. Sixth dimension would be like moving up or down in time. Yeah. But the fifth, yeah, the fifth and sixth dimensions per quantum physics are like the exploration of all permutations and possibilities and the choices that are made within a certain dimension. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's so, so every decision leads to a new universe. Yeah, that's actually Sorry, one of the legit. That. No, that's that's one of the legitimate theories on it, and uh, one of the reasons. Huh? huh. No, it's just the, the whole. Th- it's all theories. Oh yeah. I. T- I can't wrap my mind around it. Yeah, most physics nowadays, I mean, once you get past, like, the, the seventh grade stuff, well, well, the high school stuff, then you start getting into some weird territory where it is all theoretical, and it's all on paper rather than, than applicable. I was never required to take physics in school. Uh, me neither, actually. James, don't make me feel guilty, oh, okay? You're sitting here talking about <laughs> fifth and sixth dimension. Oh, mm. man. Okay, so dimensions seven through ten. I'm going to let you guys look that up on your own. <laughs> <laughs> that's extra credit. Yeah, that's extra oh, credit. Man. I would not do that information justice. Um, so let's hop into dimensional bees, the entire reason we're here, right? Mm, yeah. Right. There are different types of dimensional beings per people on the internet. <laughs> oh. this, is where, this is where I get very angry with this topic, you guys. There's not really much information on dimensional beings, on the internet that comes from like credible sources because I can't tell you how many websites I found that start out sounding like they're legit. It's like, you know, Oh, in the sixth dimension, blah, 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 blah. 
And then next thing I know, I'm reading uh, a, an entire paragraph about how the lizard people are going to scoop our brains out with <laughs> melon ballers and eat it for dinner. And I'm just like, what did I just read? Where am I right now? Yeah, CC showed me an article where it starts out normal and then it very quickly gets insane. It takes a left turn. It takes a left turn into just some crazy territory. But the, the problem is that every single website I found about interdimensional beings that's exactly what happened. And I, it just left me left me at a loss. <laughs> but I did find on wikidiff.com. <laughs> Wikidiff. Yeah. Those are the type of sources I had to pull from. Uh, but they did. Wikidiff did provide me with a difference between an interdimensional being and an extra dimensional being. Uh, okay. One's saying, a little extra. Yeah. An interdimensional being is... They're beings that can travel between dimensions, and they have other names too. You might also call them transdimensional or intradimensional or multidimensional. They can go places. And then extradimensional, that is a being from outside the known physical reality of the universe. Yeah, that's when in our time travel episode when I talked about gods, that's pretty much what I meant. Well, that's what, like, when I think about extradimensional versus interdimensional, I think, like, if they come from outside the known physical reality of our universe, but they can travel into it. Wouldn't that just make them an interdimensional being? And well, the, or is it- the, the biggest difference, it would be kind of like, okay, we are intra earth beings. We, we exist on the earth and we can travel to different parts of the earth um, using, yeah. you know, various means. That's kind of what an interdimensional being is like. They can travel between different points it's just you know a lot fancier because instead of traveling within three dimensions like we do these guys are traveling within you know those 11 or even from outside like pocket universes that's just where the whole multiverse thing comes from but if something's from outside of all of that then it's it it would be more like somebody popping up on earth from another world so in other words they're alien to the multiverse is where I'm going with that. They're they're beyond, not just the eleven. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense, James. Thank you for making it make sense to me. No problem. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. <laughs> but I found a lot of websites claiming that humans aren't m- technically uh, multi-dimensional creatures, but we've forgotten how to see and travel between the multiple dimensions, one through. 700,000, you know what I mean? And some of these websites, you guys, they told me that if I paid them money, they'd teach me how to open my third eye and travel between different realms. And how much did they charge? I don't, you know, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I just remember thinking, that's actually not that bad. (laughs) Well, you and I both uh, lucid dream, Cece, and some people theorize that Going to dreams isn't going within your mind, but rather going to another reality. So if that oh God, theory is true, terrifying. then we are interdimensional beings. <laughs> I've had I've had wow. some terrifying, terrifying lucid dreams. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. In one of my lucid dreams, Ryan Gosling was there, but he was an alien, and I could see his brain through his eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's just a Ryan Gosling gamma. That's all it is. It's a different <laughs> yeah, the version. gamma universe. Mm-hmm. Man, but but for real, you guys, and uh, are interdimensional beings plausible? I think uh, so. I, I would say so. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, some people might be more apt to believe in interdimensional beings if they have some sort of spiritual view of the world. Sure. Um, 
yeah, if they believe in God, for instance, which I know you were talking about a second ago when you talked about a multi multi-dimensional creature in was it, was it our time travel episode? Yes. We've had so many episodes, you we know have. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, we're almost to a full year, which is crazy, yeah. you guys. But yeah. if you believe in God, he might technically be considered an extra dimensional being because he might have created our universe, might have the ability to travel between all dimensions. Mm. And angels and demons, you guys? Some might consider them extra dimensional too. But what about aliens? Mm. Oh. If they exist, they could probably travel between dimensions in order to get to Earth if they were to ever visit. Mm-hmm. And a guy on a Quora chat that I saw, a little <laughs> a little uh, I question. Love Quora. So do I. I can <laughs> yeah. seriously like I know that you guys have talked about Wikipedia rabbit holes. Mine is always Quora mm. rabbit holes. But there's a guy on Quora who actually he kind of explained it in a way that was pretty easy to understand. <laughs> it's a guy named Curtis Quick, high school physics teacher slash college counselor. Mm-hmm. So he says, quote, some people think UFO sightings and reports of extraterrestrial visitations could be angelic or demonic activity. There's no verifiable evidence of this, but it does make a whole lot more sense than to suggest that some alien would spend untold fortunes of their home world's resources to fly hundreds of light years through space for thousands of years to visit our planet, only to play hide and seek once they arrived. That end quote. Well, I do think that angels and demons could be mistaken for aliens. I also think if aliens can travel between dimensions, they, you know, they won't have to travel hundreds of thousands of miles to get here. You know what I mean? If they can just travel between dimensions, like a little wormhole in the universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James believes in wormholes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> James believes in wormholes. Mm-hmm. Some of your stuff actually plays into some of my stuff. I'm my sure. my stuff plays into your Just stuff. A, yeah, a little bit. That's uh, good because I <laughs> mine was rough, you guys. Yeah, now it's going to play into the towards the end of my topic. I'll, I'll loop it back in with yours, but I was actually talked more about a little bit. Of, uh, most of my information, like CC's, was like holy moly. <laughs> like <laughs> there's a lot of weird websites out there, but Gaia.com actually did a good job consolidating. A lot of the information that I found, yeah, I don't know how reputable they are, but from everything I found, they consolidated it really well. And so, some of my stuff kind of comes from someone that I've actually researched before in one of our other topics when I did Mothman, John <laughs> Keel, and he's the guy that wrote uh, Mothman prophecies. If you all remember, oh yeah, and he has proposed the idea that there are window areas throughout the world. Uh, connecting our reality to parallel dimensions. And these areas, he thought, were kind of the... They were the areas that people had these weird sightings, whether it was Bigfoot or any of UFOs or something like that. And this was the explanation for why they showed up and disappeared. <laughs> because they only happened in these one area. So once they left these areas... So it's like a little a little rift in the fabric of yeah, reality. Yeah, it's like you said, it's kind of like a window. Like you're seeing into another dimension. Okay. Now, I'm not clear on whether they were actually present in ours or whether you were just looking into another dimension mm-hmm. in these like little windows. So it's like we're looking like at a hologram. Like, like remember yeah, when they made of. the Tupac hologram? What if that was actually Tupac <laughs> in another dimension? <laughs> they just found the perfect window and just took it around everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. It could be argued that most hip hop uh, artists are actually capable of interdimensional travel. 
Ooh. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> That's the best theory I've heard on this. Mm. Um, so, I guess the science has advanced. The multiverse theory has really become more and more popular. And so, John Keel really wasn't out of his element mm. back when he kind of hypothesized this. And so, what he was saying really leads to UFOs and Bigfoot being these interdimensional travel travelers that connect between worlds. Well, I remember during our Bigfoot episode, you also mentioned that he, there's a theory that he might be an alien himself or he might work for aliens. Yes. And I also mentioned that he might be an interdimensional being. You back did. Then too. You did. We've, we've said a lot of things are probably interdimensional. <laughs> and we've also forgotten a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the weird thing is, is that Keel believes that these interdimensional beings are cosmic pranksters. So I guess he does believe that they can interact with us on purpose rather than just, just being a window because he thinks that a lot of these inner, uh, these interactions with Bigfoot in particular, where he's making these sounds and like there's these weird smells or like weird screeches. He thinks that it's actually something like Bigfoot playing a prank on someone unknowing. Like they could see this person and just absolutely terrifying them before they go back to their own place. I can kind of see that. <laughs> yeah. By, I mean, it's not <laughs> by leaving a stinky fart behind. He's playing a prank on somebody. Yeah. I mean, I could very easily see myself <laughs> traveling to another dimension in the dark and then absolutely terrifying somebody and then leaving. That's so mean. <laughs> That's cold. Bigfoot. <laughs> Right. You know, there have been a lot of stories about Bigfoot sightings lately in the news. Yeah, mm. that's true. And there's always an uptick yeah. when when the dimension when the world's falling apart. There you go. <laughs> 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 it seems like the more stress people get, the more UFOs and stuff they see. That's true. Maybe it's the lizard people feeding on our fear and yeah. projecting these things. They're using their little melon ballers to scoop our brains out. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a uh, there's a couple events where Bigfoot and UFOs show up. Uh, there's a <laughs> actually a sighting in 1888 where UFOs dropped off three crazy bears, as the Native Americans at the time called it. <laughs> This is in Northern California. Crazy bears. Three crazy bears. And so the, a lot of people think that this was actually Bigfoot. And then another sighting in Cincinnati, Ohio, like in 1973, a woman and her daughter claimed that they looked outside their window and they saw this umbrella-shaped ship open up in the sky. And it a, a light came down and abducted Bigfoot <laughs> right in front of them. <laughs> so the weird thing about that event is like i mean you're, you're gonna tell me that this lady not only had a bigfoot experience but had an ufo experience at the same at time at the same time <laughs> <laughs> that's a two for one deal that i i can't really believe but apparently about 20 percent of bigfoot sightings actually kind of coincide with ufo events that's a lot it is yeah now, that that seems a little high to me. Yeah, I wonder honestly. how the percentage coincide with peyote use. That's the. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a probably staggeringly high statistic, but they think that actually a lot of these entities are maybe other versions of us, and the, so 
they think they're traveling here by an effect called the mock effect. And this, it's a, I'm, this, I'm kind of like CC. I'm not going to go too much to detail about this, but essentially they use uh, fluctuations created by bodies of mass to accelerate. And, in, and when in doing so, they create rifts what? in between dimensions. <laughs> it's kind of like they vibrate into other dimensions. Yeah. Hmm. If I'm right about what mock effect is. But essentially, these tears allow them to travel back and forth through it. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest sightings, I guess, kind of saying that these are interdimensional almost, is a Project Blue Book story that actually happened in six, in 1966 up in Michigan. And these two girls and these two guys are driving, and they, and they, they have to pull over the side of the road, and two, the two guys see an orange light on the horizon. And they run toward... they are sitting there and some cops pull over and the two guys and the two cops go to investigate while they're gone. The two girls are sitting there and another set of cops come up and talk to them. And the girls say, Oh, we're fine. Don't worry about us. The, 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 the guys will be right back. Well, the cops drive off. And when they come back, the two girls are absolutely petrified mm-hmm. and they say that they saw, this big lumbering mass. And essentially they described kind of a Bigfoot. I don't know why, but that just sent chills up my <laughs> spine. Yeah. And the odd thing is not only that, but the four individuals that went to get investigate the orange light found weird triangle patterns on the ground in the area where they thought they saw the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. So, but both, both of these, well, I guess Bigfoot vanished before their very eyes, implying that maybe this was a trans-dimensional being. He disappeared with the mock effect. <laughs> very <laughs> possible. Very possible. Now, that I've got that out of the way. I want to dig more into the interdimensional theory, which kind of ties into what you were talking about earlier, Cease. It's okay. This is a way to explain why we're seeing the things that we are. So, there's an extraterrestrial hypothesis which is similar. And so essentially the extraterrestrial hypothesis proposes that some unidentified flying objects are actually spacecraft. (laughs) That's pretty much all that it is. So they're just like real aliens. Right. Okay. Right. And the interdimensional hypothesis is that these aren't spacecraft. These are just crafts or objects from other dimensions, Mm. other earths. So, so it's like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so which, it's like if America invented a different type of flying saucer exactly. in another dimension. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We're just seeing alternate Earths, not actually extraterrestrials Interesting. from other planets. Well, that, wouldn't that kind of make the people who are flying in them aliens just by... I mean, by, by I guess it depends on what definition we're yeah, using. Yeah, I mean, right? it gets philosophical there. It's like they're from Earth, but they're not from our Earth. Right, but yeah. like, like, so the U.S. can say that uh, people from Mexico are aliens when they travel here, right? Yeah. So I guess it, it, it's what type of <laughs> version is- of the term you want to use. But I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say they're not aliens just because they're from another Earth, hmm. but they are technically aliens, this- right? Because they're from alien just means that they're from a foreign they're place. They're from a foreign place. This makes me want to watch Rick and Morty because I think that Rick and Morty <laughs> puts a lot of this together very well. Yeah, I think it does too, actually. Yeah. Uh, but the reasons that they've shifted from the extraterrestrial theory is because a, I think you mentioned this, the, the, the distance to travel and the cost of travel just to hide from us. Yeah. 
it's a little odd. And, mm. you know, if if they were going to travel a distance, the effort to hide themselves would make no sense at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then also a really big hang up a lot of people have is the sudden fading or vanishing of these objects. That doesn't they just snap that's not, out of existence. Yeah, they almost snap out of existence. Like uh, an alien spaceship wouldn't do that. Yeah. Right. It would fly away. Whereas an, an interdimensional spaceship would just vanish. Yeah. I mean, if they're capable yeah. of faster than light travel, I guess you could argue that they move so fast that it looks like they're vanishing. But yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, I know. I, I, I was thinking that too. But I think this also translates to the beings on the ground. Like even demons or all these other things. They just mm. these are entities that are claimed to have been interacted with and but then they always disappear. Yeah. Mm. They're always disappearing into somehow maybe they have a hidden thing in the ground or whatever. But I think it explains most interactions actually with any sort of cryptid or anything because they always vanish so quickly. Yeah. I mean some of them they're seen flying away in spaceships and stuff like that, but for the most part, these are things that just vanish. And I think this really ties demons, Bigfoot, aliens, a lot of the things we've talked about before together and like a pretty simple explanation. Like what if demons are just from a really bad alternate reality? Oof, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think actually the interdimensional theory holds water. Wow. So you believe you would believe that Aliens are just interdimensional beings before you believe that they're actually from this universe and traveled here. I think it makes more sense. <laughs> no, I don't think they're, I don't necessarily believe the window theory. That's very odd. That mean that, that would like imply something like we, we've kind of mentioned before, like ley lines or something like that, where there's just weird spots where weird things happen, which Bermuda Triangle is very possibly something like that, I guess. <laughs> but I think if you're capable of interdimensional travel, you don't need windows. You make your own windows. You just step through the window. Yeah, So, So if we're talking about windows, like that theory, it claims that d- d- can they see us or we can just see through their window? I think we can, based on the theory, I think you can see each other. Okay, you can see each other. Because I've seen like so many encounters that I read about. It's like there was some type of interaction between <clears throat> the cryptid and the person who saw them. All right, but remember, that's just one theory. So- I wouldn't say that, <clears throat> I wouldn't say that that's the general theory. That was Keel's theory okay. on it. All right. So well, it's a, you know what? It's the theory. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> James, what are you talking about? I'm talking about other theoretical interdimensional beings. Two most notable ones, and and it's interesting when we think about uh, we think about Bigfoot. One of the reasons why it's it's so prominent and why it's hard to argue about it even if you're just a hundred percent skeptical is because there's been so many sightings it's kind of like a throwback to when i talked about panda bears the reason why they were considered a cryptid was they'd never been recorded as being seen but tons of people had seen them and then finally one day that one was captured in the early uh 20th or maybe late 19th century and then it just became common sense like oh yeah they're totally real well there's been a lot of interdimensional being sightings that sort of fall into other categories that, that I wouldn't call cryptids, but they definitely qualify as interdimensional. <laughs> and hmm. one of the ones that, that we've actually covered already, and I won't even talk too much on, 
would be shadow people. Uh, a lot of people argue that shadow people are actually interdimensional beings, and some people even think that they are humans, and what we're seeing is is a consequence of the fact that we're not supposed to see beings from other dimensions, so what we're really seeing is sort of a, a skewed, distorted, kind of like imagine if, if it's dark and you, you see someone underwater, they're distorted because they're, they're not in the, the normal uh, environment that our eyes are used to seeing. Well, similarly, if you see a person from another dimension, maybe you only see sort of a, a shadow of that person, a distorted image. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking about when I was doing my research was like, you know, when you see these transdimensional beings, they're, they look like almost like they're like static. Yeah. Uh, like when you're watching mm. TV and you're on a channel that you're not supposed to have and you just see like the lines or the outline of it. Mm. All I could think about was shadow people because a lot of people who've <laughs> seen them say it's like they were like barely there. It looked like they were staticky. Yeah. <laughs> Try to see a boob when you don't have Cinemax. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a there's precedence to to multiple dimensions in so many other cultures. Like it's it's weird to think about because I think at least in the West and at least in in the U.S. Like for for us, we tend to think of this whole interdimensional being multiple dimensions as sort of a, a new thing. It's it's sort of a, a sci-fi 20th century kind of phenomenon. But it, you guys mentioned angels and demons and gods before. If you look at the mythos of a lot of different cultures, it's just considered common sense. It's not even odd. You know, you look at uh, the Yggdrasil of uh, Germanic and Norse paganism. There are multiple worlds. There's worlds. There's there's the world we live on, Midgard. But then you also have uh, Alpheim and Niflheim and Hell, which is where we get the word. Uh, there's like seven worlds total. And then you look at Buddhism, there's different planes of existence. There's there's the human realm, which overlaps with the animal realm, which is weird to think about. It means animals, and I'll talk about more, that in a little bit more. But uh, it means animals and humans occupy different dimensions. They just overlap really, really closely. And then you've got the hungry ghost realm, which is where people go when they, they haven't they've been too attached to their desires and then you've got a hell realm and then you've got a realm of asuras which are like demigods which is like basically being like a rock star every day all day for millennia and then you've got a god realm and then in hinduism you have something similar they even use the word multiverse to describe where all the different devas and asuras and and people and other aspects of creation live so the word multiverse isn't even like a new thing is where i'm going with that uh the greeks you know, Zeus, you, you had a trinity there. Zeus was the god of the earth, the normal ground. And then you had Poseidon over the sea, which was seen as a different state of being, which is why it's so flipping weird, the ocean and all the creatures in it. And then you had Hades over the underworld. If you look at most religions, the underworld doesn't just mean under the ground. Uh, sometimes that's what they would tell like the most basic believers. But then when you dig deeper, it's like, oh, no, it's not underground. It's another plane of existence. So that's. It's a very old concept is where I'm going. It's at least like at least 7,000 years old, this whole idea of other dimensions. That's bare minimum. And what I was talking about earlier about repeated visions of these things, that's you know, like the panda bear and its comparisons to Bigfoot. When multiple people start seeing the same things over and over again, there's two ways we can look at it. It's either mimetic, in other words, 
you know, one person sees it and it creates a hysteria and then other people swear up and down they saw it. And some of them are lying and some of them are hallucinating and some of them are uh, genuinely believe it. But, you know, they just, you know, they saw the wrong thing at the wrong time or they had sleep paralysis or whatever. And the other possibility is that it's real. And the fact that multiple people describe the same thing over and over again, generally speaking, lends credence to it being real. Like I've never been to Beijing, but if you talk to five people who have and they all say the same stuff, oh, yeah, everybody talks uh, Chinese in this place. And then you start to say, oh, well, this must be real. Well, it's the same thing <laughs> with uh, with some of these interdimensional beings. And the most famous one that I'm going to talk about is machine elves. If you guys ever heard the term Alex, you almost certainly have. Alex you know, is looking confused. You know, I don't know if I have. Oh, really? I've never heard of it, uh, but I'm. Ex- it sounds very interesting. Uh, well, it was coined by Terrence McKenna, known entheogen user. <laughs> um, he, he sort of popularized uh, DMT. And the reason I figured you knew about this, Alex, is, uh, is Joe Rogan talks about Joe machine Rogan. elves a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what's weird about it is people take <laughs> DMT and they see the same beings and they describe the same flipping beings repeatedly. It's kind of like what I was talking about, about lucid dreaming being a form of interdimensional travel. Well, when people use certain compounds, they tend to go places, uh, their consciousness at least, and they see the same things. Yeah, I have. Uh, I, well, I have a story about that. I won't say who, but somebody I know. <laughs> I think I know. I think, <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody I know, uh, it was his friends offered that offered him some uh, acid uh, and yeah, he was mm-hmm. like yeah he was like no i think i'm okay uh but then the three of the the friends took it and then all of a sudden all three of them start looking around the room at something invisible but they're looking literally the same ways as though it's bouncing around the room weird so yeah it was bizarre because they were they were all seeing the exact same thing but it's three separate people and one person observing yeah one person observing it Mm, yeah i mean it's it's super flipping bizarre and what's weird about machine elves is most people describe them very 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 similarly one they're pretty much never aggressive two and this goes hand in hand with what you were talking about with bigfoot they are pranksters they love to be silly they love to like flip you off and moan you and and say stuff like that but they're laughing the whole time and they're telling you you know welcome welcome we're so glad to see you while they're doing all these weird silly little things and hmm. they're very it's 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 weird to use this word but it, they're kind of like aggressively friendly aggressively happy almost jubilant almost angelic like except they hmm. don't look like anything that a person would normally describe, which actually I wasn't going to talk about that, but you know what? Here in a minute, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about something else now that I, uh, I just gave myself a little inspiration there, but a lot of people describe them and McKenna describes them as like Fabergé eggs that are alive. You know, they're, they're colorful and multifaceted and glinting and beautiful and mechanical looking. And yet they're, they're so different from anything on Earth that, that just describing them in that way kind of falls short. But too many flipping oh. people have seen this. Too many people <laughs> have seen this for it to be just a coincidence. Now, that doesn't mean they're real. It could be that, you know, humans generally anthropomorphize things. Like if you look at human mythology all over the world, we love to take things like, you know, if there's a, a god of darkness or whatever – it's not like just darkness. It's usually like darkness in the shape of a person or something. If there's a god of water, it's it's water in the shape of a person. 
Um, Hinduism makes sense with that too. You know, the Ganges River is a lady named Ganga, kind of like that. So it could be the way our brains just naturally work. You know, you're all of our uh, like visual processing has been disrupted <laughs> uh, by the drugs, and as such, we're we're interpreting things in a more anthropomorphized way. That could be the deal. That could be uh, what's causing it. But it does seem odd to me that so many people describe the same phenomenon over and over. And not only that, the same personality types, the same behaviors. They are little funny trickster beings that are happy to see you and very welcoming. That's odd to me. And speaking of this, this is the thing that I kind of like thought of like while I was talking. Do you guys know what angels really look like from the Bible? No. See, see, a lot of people think that angels are just like blonde ladies with Beautiful. flowing robes. Yeah, uh, they are not. <laughs> if you actually read like some of the more ancient uh, and, and some people argue non-canon texts describing angels in the Bible, they do not look like that at all. They look kind of like machine elves. Um, one example always comes to mind is just imagine fiery wheels within wheels within wheels with millions of eyes. That doesn't sound like an a person at all. That sounds like somebody took DMT 6,000 years ago and met an angel. I mean, again, the real descriptions of angels in like the Old Testament make Evangelion look like flipping uh, Arthur, the little aardvark, <laughs> with the kids' books. They're crazy <laughs> in their descriptions. And so this notion of them being extra-dimensional, I think, is is more plausible once you once you put it in that perspective, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, look up like what real angels look like. Of uh, case in point, Enoch, who was taken by Yahweh and became the lesser Yahweh, aka Metatron. Millions of eyes doesn't look anything like a flipping person at all, and he used to be a person. Is another weird thing to consider about that. Um, so yeah, but I saved the best for last. I'm going to talk about my favorite theory about an interdimensional being. I, <sighs> yeah. You you guys have actually, I know for a fact that both of you have actually seen these beings before. James, don't scare me. They are known in, in the traditional Latin as Felis Domesticus, a.k.a. Kitty cats? Yes. Yes, kitty cats. A lot of people, to my surprise, <laughs> think that cats are interdimensional, or at the very least capable of interdimensional travel. Like a lot Still. of people. <laughs> Fire. I could, you know, this that actually doesn't surprise me too much just because of right. how many ancient cultures worship cats. worshipped cats. Yeah. Or maybe they were just around. For a Does long that time. mean that cat people are just like a level above? Psycho. <laughs> it means oh, they have man. parasites in their brain. I knew that was coming. Out. I yeah. love cats. <laughs> Where will you be them. when the toxoplasma Gandhi hits? Anyway. Um, <laughs> but... It's interesting also because, like, when you think about we, we all we've talked about is weird physics. This episode, well, Schrodinger's cat, you know, it, it was he was explaining a complicated thing by using a cat as a metaphor. But people love to reference that. And then there was you mentioned this in a previous episode, Alex, the the theory about uh, you know again they were they were using it in in physics to describe a more complicated thing. But are cats a liquid or a solid? Because, you know, you put a cat in a flipping <laughs> jar and it takes on the shape of the jar like a liquid does. Uh, so they're very weird little animals. And the reason why so many people have theorized this is because 
a lot of weird stuff happens with cats. And I, I can attest to this. I've seen cats do weird stuff like this, where yeah. you're looking at a cat. They poop inside. <laughs> you're looking at a cat. <laughs> you blink. It's gone. You blink again. It's there. You know, stuff like that. Cats do some weird crap sometimes. And according to StrangerDimensions.com and, and its author, Rob Schwartz, there's he's collected a few little anecdotes from this. Um Case in point, there was a forum back in 2004 where people were just talking. It's called a Bub Talk Secret. And they were arguing, like, can cats slip into alternate dimensions? Can they blip out of current state of reality and blip back? Uh, in other words, are they little dimension hoppers? And, you know, it's interesting because, yeah, a lot of cultures believe that they're gods. Other cultures believe that they're, you know, witch familiars and capable of, of magic. They're, like, nobody seems to just have a rudimentary mundane view of cats culturally they're, they're always this just <laughs> this just reminds me of my cat wilson mm. he used to go missing all the time and we were like where did he go you would look through the entire house try find him and then we finally found out where he was going he was hiding in, yeah. inside our couch downstairs inside the couch yeah <laughs> was so there a hole in the couch or did he just blip into it like night crawling <laughs> It was, he, you know, it was a very tiny hole. It was like, when you see an octopus fit through a tiny hole, it was like that, except with the cat. Mm. Man. Anyways, well, one, yeah, maybe he was just blipping into the yeah. couch. Well, Reddit user <laughs> Think for a Minute claims, last night I was, going to be, I was going to bed and saw my cat run into the room out of the corner of my eye. So I looked down. She wasn't there. Two seconds later, she ran into the room and it stopped exactly as I pictured her. Weird mm -hmm. stuff, right? Here's another one. Our black cat had been... Oh, this is another user. Totally different person. This is Light Booth Fun. Her black cat had been following her throughout the house as usual and attacking her feet. Eventually, she got annoyed. After a minute of this, she wrote, I stopped and looked at him sternly, and he got scared and skittered off behind me, hiding in the other room of, on the other side of the couch. And yet, after walking to the front door and opening it, she says that something black was between the door and the wall. It was her cat sitting out there, chilling out after quick teleportation. And that wasn't the end. The cat actually looked terrified and bewildered with his hair standing on end. Yeah, and that's another one. You'd notice that about cats. Dogs, if a dog looks in like an empty corner of the room, you're like, what are they looking at? Probably, yeah, it's always weird. Cats do that a lot. And unlike dogs, dogs kind of seem like remotely interested. But cats, depending on the situation, they can look like chill or terrified by whatever they see it's very weird yeah and here's the no, my cat always just looked annoyed <laughs> here's the last anecdote uh kaylee ann wrote that early one morning she found her cat gandalf unresponsive at the foot of the bed he hadn't moved since earlier that night and was completely silent worried she picked gandalf up only to find him stiff and cold and not breathing his tongue was out slightly she wrote and i started crying she hurriedly woke her boyfriend up, but then the strangest thing happened. Gandalf popped back to life and began playfully attacking her boyfriend's feet. As if that wasn't enough, something very peculiar happened. To time, from waking up to discovering her dead cat and waking her boyfriend up, couldn't have been more than two minutes. But the actual situation had lasted over an hour. That feels a little bit to me like sleep paralysis, but I don't know, man. That's a weird case if it is. Yeah, that's a weird case. You want to know what the weirdest thing about all this is? Uh, someone keeps an animal that attacks their feet in their house. Uh, 
Alex, you stop hating on the kitties. I know. I'm kidding somewhat. Alex is a dog person and yeah. keeps getting gathered. But I I think that cats are definitely, there's something weird about cats. Oh, there certainly is. <laughs> it's that parasite they put in your brain. Mm. I love them. You know, I theorized about that, by the way, back in high school. And it didn't get confirmed for like forever. I told my yeah, friends I that. you said that. Yeah, I told my friends that and they said I was crazy. No, you knew a lot of stuff in high school that like are now confirmed, yeah. which is weird. It is weird. <laughs> but yeah, that covers my uh, aspect of the interdimensional beings. James, that was really, really fun. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's transdimensional, interdimensional, multidimensional beings. Yeah. I hope we answered your question, uh, beloved viewer. Underscore disciple of the king. Yes. Underscore. Mm. Yeah. And if we didn't, well... We'll, we tried. We, yeah, we can we, always we do tried. a part two. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we can always do a part two. Yeah, def- definitely let us know uh, what you think, Disciple. And if you have any other topics, send them to us. I know we mentioned earlier, listeners, that you can send us your topics if you want. In fact, uh, James, I just want to let you know, uh, and I wanted to give a shout out to one of my coworkers, Nick Yu. He has been listening to our podcast a lot lately. Mm-hmm. And James, he says that he really, he would love to be friends with you. Aww. So, <laughs> well, Thank you. That yeah. makes my day. Yeah. So anyways, Nick, I'm sure you guys will hear another topic from him because he's sent a lot to me. So <laughs> yeah, you guys will hear Nick's name again. And... Also, thank you guys for all of the reviews. We've started to get more reviews lately, and yeah. we appreciate your kind words. And yeah, yeah, we're we're glad that you guys are tuning in and listening. And we just want to thank you guys for being here because uh, next week is our our year of doing the podcast, yeah. which is just mind blowing to me. It's episode fifty one because we had one week of technical horrible technical difficulties, difficulties. <laughs> we were not able to get that out. So. 51 is one year. 51 is one year. So thanks again for listening. And we can't wait to talk to you guys next week. We're not going to be drawing from the vase this week. We are going to be talking about something that is pretty relevant and popular in the news right now. This is about three weeks late. Or no, no, we're one week late. I mean, it's still happening right now. We're going to be talking about the coronavirus. And as long as it hasn't wiped us all out by then, we will be talking about it. Yeah, you guys can listen to us talk about it. Yeah, so I think that that's that's about it. Alex, who does our music? Our music is by Grant Cook. You can find his music on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, anywhere you listen to music. All right, you guys. Did you all want to to say anything before we end this episode? If you see Bigfoot and a spaceship in the same day, you should buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, Yeah, buy a lottery ticket. (laughs) Also, take a picture and send it to us. We'll put it on the 13th floor <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> but yeah, if uh, we hope you... Well, I, I don't know. I'm okay. fading out of existence. I'm oh, fading no. into another She's dimension. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, you guys, we hope that you can keep, keep it, it strange. strange.